Welcome back to the second season of Multiclass Theater, the role-playing podcast with class, and a silver-haired sorcerer who doesn't believe in magic. Multiclass Theater uses Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition by Wizards of the Coast and contains adult language, fantasy violence, pop culture references, and terrible fake accents. If those don't bother you, then settle in and enjoy the show. Last time, Rotan, Silway, Mist, and somehow still Trevor made it to the top of the Green Tower of Master Creel. They bumbled through some puzzles in Master Creel's private chambers, discovering a secret passage and a spectator so demented that it made literally every other character on this show seem a paragon of sanity. Failing to reason with the spectator, the party fell back on the old adventurer's standby of killing the monster and taking its stuff. They then return to Mugby with Creel's journal as promised. And that's where we find them on Multiclass Theater. You're in the process of making some breakfast, and Trevor starts to smell the bacon that you have cooking over the fire and gets up. Oh, I'm so hungry after yesterday. Um, is that, is that all we have? I'm not complaining, but, um, uh, can I have some bacon? You can have some bacon, Trevor. Okay, okay. More morning, Rotan. Oh, hello, Trevor. Uh, hi, 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 I missed. Hey, kid. Uh, hi, but I don't think I got his name. Are you pointing at Gruber? No, uh, Mugby. 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 He's ignoring everybody. Mugby is. He looks like he's eager to depart. So we grabbed him some breakfast and hands it over. And while he's eating it, sits down next to him and pulls out a uh, some of the gemstones that she got from Mugby last night. And she hands him a, the small, dark red one and says... Here, this is for you. Oh! Take your time. Oh, that that's really generous of you. So, so I, I I've never, I, I've never seen a gem like that before. Uh, you were part of the team, so you deserve it. It's a, it's called a garnet. Should I um make it into a ring or something? No, you just keep it. Do whatever you want with it. <laughs> You sell it in town, turn it into gold, and buy some nice things. Whatever you want to do. Give it as a gift to someone you really like. Wait, I'm not part of this conversation. <laughs> um, huh. It's your payment. You are part of the team. You're getting... This was part of the rewards, so you deserve some. Okay. And he pulls out this very small, very ratty-looking leather pouch that it looks like he's had for years and years and years. It's almost like he opens it up and like a moth comes fluttering out like in the cartoons <laughs> and he he just pops the uh, the garnet in there and then pulls it closed and then just kind of clutches it to his chest thank thank you really th- thank you so eh? of course and then she stands up and lets him finish breakfast mm. this, this is some good bacon it's my special bacon family recipe 
Oh, I didn't know we were having ham, sir. <laughs> Only the best pork products for Rotom. Oh, um, I thought we were still the ham. But you've got us some bacon. It seems that way, yes. <laughs> oh, you're holding out on me, sir. It's called the rations. Didn't you all get rations? Maybe ten of them, perhaps? Um... I... No. I haven't used them since I arrived. All that extra have. What is your secret, Silway? How do you make this bacon so good? Well, the, the trick is to kill a pig and cut off the belly and make it hot. Oh, I didn't think of that. It, it's not a house fighter, but it's it's still a fighter. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Take notes, Gruber. Oh, Wooster, I think um I think I should write a cookbook, sir. I think that would be an excellent idea. You should name the cookbook Gruber's Home Cooked Recipes. We, we don't want any of our cooking discoveries to go to waste, to be forgotten, lost to time. Oh no, sir. No, that would be a tragedy, sir. Yes, indeed. As the saying goes, if you don't have good food, what do you have? I don't know, sir. Neither do I. That's why I like it. As a saying. Sort of metaphor. <laughs> oh, you're so smart, sir. I'm not... I don't really cotton to metaphors much. I'm not sure what cotton has to do with it. I just heard one of the local boys say that, sir. Ah. It's a strange expression. <laughs> ah, well, ah, seems I, I am unfamiliar with the local dialects myself as well. Oh no, sir, you speak really well and proper, sir. Do I now? Well, I'm, I'm glad you say so. I certainly have spent enough time doing it. Talking, sir? Yes, lots of practice. Then maybe I should talk more, sir. Maybe that will make me talk better, sir. Uh, well... Yes, if you uh, if your voice can handle it, I think I think that would be an excellent idea. Yes. Okay, sir. I'll I'll do that, sir. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, it's, next adventure. <laughs> it's so fun to watch Trevor's voice come out of <laughs> out of a face. <laughs> With Trevor or Gruber or both? Uh, well, both. But Trevor Trevor in particular is is. Uh, is wonderful. <laughs> Mugby has finished packing up his campsite and he walks up to you, Rotan, and he looks up at you and he says, I'm going to get going now. Are you going to stay here? Uh, I, well, uh, we'll probably confer, but I think we are going to keep going the, uh, the direction we are headed, up the road that way. Yes. Okay, well, if you're ever back in Nightfall, stop by and I'll give you a discount at me shop. Oh, well, I will, uh, I will certainly, uh, I will certainly remember that, Mugby, thank you very much. Uh, uh Mugby? Oh, you're welcome. B before you go, I, uh, there's just one question that's been bothering me. Oh, yes? Yes, uh, what, what happens to wizards when they die? Well, that's a very interesting question. You see, you have many philosophical schools of thought. 
Some people believe we come back as very small animals and rocks and such. And others believe we go on to other planes. I don't know myself. Is that but so? I don't think we hang around here like some sort of ghosts. I suppose I should show more respect to very small rocks. Uh, I think those people are bollocks, personally, but it couldn't hurt. Ah, uh, well, uh, that's very good to know. You see, I was, uh, I've was i just been very perplexed that uh, we didn't see the body of, of this fellow Braun all through, all through the tower. Uh, it is very, very curious, and I, I just, I wanted to make sure it wasn't a dangling plot point. <laughs> oh, no, I think he's dead. Ah, well, <laughs> if you say so, Mugby. I don't think his little messengers would lie about that, because, you know, truth be told, we weren't... I may have exaggerated the nature of our friendship a little. Ah, really? Yes, we were more rivals than friends, but, you know, all's well in the end, I guess. Hmm. Do you think being rivals and friends is, uh, is, uh, is two sides of the same coin, as the metaphor uh, goes? I think it can be. Oh. I think that, yes, I think you find often that sometimes your rivals are your biggest friends. Yes. It all depends on what your circumstances are. Maybe, maybe friendships are just rivalries of kindness. Oh. Hmm. That's very interesting. You know, your little manservant is right. You are wiser than you seem. Oh, well, I'm glad you should say so. I'm going to be reflecting on this all day long. Mm. Oh, very good. Um, Mr. Cat? Just missed. What's up? Um, do you have my book? Hmm? Oh, right. Yeah, here you go. And he yes, I... kind of absentmindedly tosses the book towards Mugby. Mugby panics and runs to try to catch it. And we'll see if he does. Ah, uh, yeah, 15. He manages to catch it like... Oof. If you didn't catch it, the book would have exploded. Well, it could have landed in the fire if I rolled oh. one. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, Dropping a spellbook in a fire, always a good choice. Roll for initiative. Mugby's on the attack. <laughs> he catches it and then wipes his brow and he says, Okay, well, there's nothing else. I will see you all in nightfall. Probably not me, but okay. Probably if you're smart, not any of you, but, you know, hey. He walks a short distance away from the camp and begins an incantation, and then you see a portal open up in front of him. He steps through it, and the portal vanishes. Well, upon our noble quest, I suppose. Back to the main plot. This is good bacon. Oh, yes, sir. Are you able to take notes, Groover? <laughs> oh, yes, sir. I've been doing that, sir. I've got notes... And I've I got written down, pig, death, fire. I think that's a good start, sir. <laughs> well, you've got to start somewhere, yes. You forgot the belly. I forget the belly. Oh, right, belly. Oh, that, oh God, write that down. Is that two L's? No, never mind. <laughs> I, I, I was, I'm actually going to write that down. I don't know why I was... 
I'm actually okay. now I'm wondering if Sylvia knows how to write in common or just speak it. <laughs> I, I'm, I would imagine I'm, she would. I'm legit surprised that Groover can, can write in common. <laughs> Barely. Yeah. But. No, no, he's he's written before. He has written before. <laughs> I've written it on my net. arms. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> he's written. So where are we going again? Some sort of vision place in the mountains? Yeah, up up in Korak country, I believe it was. Vonkala! We are going to Vonkala. Oh, what was the name of the Korok that we saved in episode two? Uh, let me check my notes. It was a D something. Out of character, she's forgotten. Or in character, she's forgotten. I don't know. She called me a clunker. You are a clunker, to be fair. Even more so now. You literally clank. Thrace. Thrace. Close. A little bit of grease. I'll probably clank less. No, no you won't. You'll clank less as much. <laughs> well, I think we should get a move on. As soon as the two of you are ready. We might as well. Nothing else going on in this campsite. Gruber crams the rest of the bacon into his mouth. <laughs> and climbs up on the carriage and prepares to be off. Roton gets up on Concord. Miss returns to his spot in the sun. Trevor climbs in, eagerly waiting for Soway to sit next to him. Oh, debating if she's going to ride shotgun. I'll be poor Trevor. I, I, I saved you. I, I saved you a seat, Soway. She is, she's visibly hesitating, like looking back and forth between the driver's seat and the back. He pats the seat next to him. Uh, okay, I guess so. And she goes back and reluctantly sits next to him. road rises before you. With each passing hour, you find yourselves higher and higher in the mountains. Snow begins to fall. You shiver in the sparse shelter of the carriage. Gruber snaps the reins, urging the horses forward. They struggle against the increasing grade and snowdrifts, which begin to appear more frequently. After several hours of travel, during which you make very little progress, you come upon the burned and broken frame of a wagon sitting just off the side of the road. Oh, I'm sure this is a good sign. Looks like a burned wagon. Uh, what's any uh, any tracks around said burned wagon? Well, I mean, you could stop and investigate. Oh, yeah. I, we should have a look. Rotan will ride over. Take a look. Whoever's going to look, give me an investigations check. Aww. Oh, we are off to a good start. <laughs> Could be worse, could be better. It's a ten. Two from Roton. I don't think Silway's investigating. I think she's distracted by the awkwardness of the backseat of the carriage. <laughs> and so unless someone calls her over, she's just going to sit there being very stiff and nervous. Be- before we get into this scene, uh, can I just do a little... Uh, can I have Silway and Mist uh, roll perception? Okay. Checks? Yeah, that's that's what I want to roll. Uh, Twenty-four. 22. Okay. Uh, 16. So you guys have been hearing jingling coming from under one of the seats. As, oh, Silway's so all over that. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you, you, j- the first thing she does is stand up and reach in there. It doesn't take much much difficulty to notice. Like, the cushions actually come up, 
and there's a thousand gold pieces in sort of. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Uh, in sort of an alcove, like under the seat there. Is this just like a thing we can decide as players? I found actually six thousand in the other seat. No, I think that's Rotan's reward. It's Rotan's from, uh... money. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is this is where he's keeping it. <laughs> he's he's not he's not riding a donkey with a full suit of armor and a thousand gold pieces. <laughs> is it in like a sack or something, or just loose in the? Uh, probably in a sack. Yeah. Okay. That Maybe is, that's... two sacks. <laughs> the moment the carriage hits a bump and Silway hears the <laughs> jingle, she bolts upright, lifts up the seat, and reaches in to pull out the sack of money. And I think she she weighs it for about two seconds, like, oh, it's about a thousand gold pieces. Tre- Trevor, look. Mist, Mist, <laughs> oh. look. Um, oh, it, where, where did that come from? Insight check. <laughs> Fifteen, that's probably good enough. Well, it came with the carriage, I guess. Where did the carriage come from? Uh, I, I don't know. Mist, look. Finders, keepers. Okay. How much is there? About a thousand gold pieces. <laughs> uh, that's a twenty, so I'm going to assume. Yeah, yeah, you could. T- how are you, you could more than <laughs> And how much did we get paid by what's uh, by uh, the Belgian guy? A <laughs> uh, thousand gold pieces. Uh huh. And is that your thousand gold pieces? No. Okay, then it's Rotan's. Put it back. Oh. Silly is visibly dejected, <laughs> but does in fact put it under the seat. Okay, and then sit it. on it. <laughs> She's not a thief, so she claims. She protests that a lot. She does like gold and coins and gems, but she's if she knows whose it is and she likes that person, she's not going to take it. So she only steals from people she doesn't like. Got it. She does not. She doesn't steal. She doesn't steal. <laughs> you can't. You can't prove she stole anything. Well, that's because she's a good thief. How nice of you to say. <laughs> Rotatimist, you are out examining the cart. And, Mist, you don't see any tracks leading anywhere. Mind you, it has been snowing for some time, and it, there's about a foot or so of snow on the ground. At this point, you're all pretty cold. Because none of you brought any winter clothes at all. And the temperature is dropping the higher you get and the longer you're on the road. And I suppose I'm more of a jungle cat than a floofy house cat. This is not an insulating suit of full plate. Sadly, you didn't get the fleece lining in the uh, plate armor. Same for my elven cloak, I reckon. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I... I had this image of, like, Rotan licking his arm, and then, like, his tongue <laughs> getting stuck. <laughs> like, like trying to lick a snowflake? Yeah. That's falling. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so that's happening as we ride. Silway's <laughs> so just gonna be cold, because what else are you gonna do? I guess I rolled a, a two for perception, so we'll say that's what Rotan's doing. He fails to perceive the frost on his metal armor. Because his tongue is stuck to it, yeah. You can't find any tracks around the cart itself. Do you, you want to keep looking in the area, or...? Yeah, I'm kind of curious if there's, like, any signs of, any other signs of, like, 
conflict or was did somebody just bug out from this okay. or did was there a okay, struggle? Okay, give or? me a, another investigations check. Okay. Oh, five. This is getting worse. Anybody else want to try? Silway pokes her head out the window. What is the holdup? Why are we not moving? I rolled a natural one to investigate. Okay, get your <laughs> investigator out of the freaking carriage. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to give him that. Okay, so Rokan is searching around. And he... Yeah, he, he, tri- he slips, falls, and as he's going down... He accidentally gets his tongue stuck on his armor. <laughs> oh, right. man, this dice. Silway's annoyed and looking for an excuse to get away from Trevor, so she comes out of the carriage finally and looks around and does her own investigation check. 18? 17. See, get your investigator involved here. Come on. Silway, you see in the tree line a short distance away from the carriage you see what looks like a strong box that's been ripped open. As you examine the strong box, you see on the inside, or actually the top of the lid, there is a carving of a flower. Okay, so Silway comes out of the carriage, looks around, and um, is anyone gonna help Rotan? <laughs> she completely ignores Rotan and like laser <gasps> focuses on the strong box that might have money in it and heads straight over there. <laughs> And if she can open it, she will. And otherwise, she'll drag it back towards the group. Oh, it's already... It's broken open. The, the, somebody already beat you to ransacking it. And it's empty. Okay. Uh, she sighs heavily. Uh, Mist, give me a perception check. And that so I can I do. So oh, jeez. 11. My passive perception would be better. Uh, 14. Both of you smell a very light, very vaguely sweet floral scent coming from the box and as you look at the box a little bit closer the inside seems to be stained red ever so slightly stained red like intentionally or is like blood splatters in there no not blood splatter but more as if whatever was in the box has stained the wood ever so slightly huh okay so he picks it up and examines it and shows it to mist and it's like what do you make of this? It's red in a box. Boxes aren't usually red. Wood isn't usually red. Redwood is. Better point. And she drops it and walks away. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gruber has jumped down off the carriage and has one arm on his hands on Rotan's arm and is trying to pull it away from <laughs> Rotan's tongue. I... Oh, just hold still, show. I think we can get it this time. I think I think by this point Rotan like his his tongue is stuck to the metal armor of his arm, but he also then like fairly quickly in an attempt to get free, like reached over with his other hand and like with the metal fingers of his other hand, like tried to pull his tongue and now they're stuck too. So <laughs> he's just like oh. all wrapped up. Um 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 Mr. Cat, um Ooh. can you help me here, sir? Oh, only if you use my name. Oh, sir, Mr. Cat. That's not my name, Chief. Silly is rolling her eyes in the most massive way possible, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I thought it was Mr. Cat. Um, didn't um, um, missed. There you go. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, can you, can you help? Can you help, Roton? Oh yes. <laughs> I'm going to cast Shape Water, and melt the ice that is around his tongue so that oh, he can liberate it. Oh. Oh. oh, thank you, Mist. Okay, I'm still gonna. You're gonna take one point of damage for that. Tongue damage. One point of tongue damage, and your tongue is going to be slightly swollen the rest of the day. Oh. Um, Rotan, maybe next time just take the gauntlets off first. This is, this is dangerous. Uh, well, we should probably get going before it... I don't want to spend too much time in the cold. Yes, uh, yes, we, we should, we should keep moving. See if we can find an inn or something of that nature. Well, unlikely in Korak territory. But maybe we can find a settlement and they won't kill us on sight. You never know. It's comforting. Uh, <laughs> maybe we ought right. to take the box just in case. You, th- you think that box of redwood is important? Mm-hmm. Mm. The bag of holding has infinite space, right? Just throw it in there. Box goes in the bag. Okay. Also, it does not have <laughs> infinite space. I'm sorry. What was that you cut out? I heard it. I said it doesn't. It does not have infinite space. I'm sorry. I, you cut out again. You know what? Never mind. It's probably not important. We'll just move on. I heard. I heard. <laughs> I heard the box has infinite space. infinite space. Right. That's yeah, that's kind I of. Gotcha. What I yeah. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I got the joke. Okay. Um, so uh, it's bigger okay. on the inside. Uh, it, <laughs> it is. As you climb back into the carriage, you see Trevor is sitting there by himself, just shivering, like teeth clattering, as he just. <laughs> Are we going now? Uh, yep. Off we go. And she pats him on the shoulder in the <laughs> least personal way possible. And he kind of looks at you and looks at Mist and then pulls himself closer together. If you're cold, you might want to snuggle next to the furry thing. Cue death glare. <laughs> oh, wait, I have a spell for this. You have a spell? What? Well, not a spell, but an action. If he gets too close. Are you going to fey presence us? <laughs> what? Soleil is very reluctant to try to make Trevor warm in any sense. Yeah, no kidding. You climb back in the carriage. Gruber seems to be fine. The cold does not seem to be bothering him at all for some reason. Whether he just doesn't believe it's cold or what, you don't know, but he seems to be fine uh, but he you he kicks the horses i was gonna say kicks the horses into gear but uh, fourth gear he snaps the fourth gear he snaps the reins and you start trudging your way up the mountain you're not sure how much farther you have to go so you have a choice to make do you want to stop for the night and make camp or do you want to push on because the hour is growing late Oh, this is some work on trail stuff right here. Yeah. Do you want to go hunting? Party has died of dysentery. I was going to say Rotan has dysentery. (laughs) Remove disease! Remove disease! I don't think you're allowed to have dysentery at level 6, Paladin. No, he's immune to disease. He can't have any diseases. (laughs) That's convenient. I can probably get a concussion, though. You can still break your arm. But then you can heal yourself forever. It can also get bit by a snake and poisoned, which, you you know. You can cure that too. You are an excellent trail traveler, <laughs> Can you cure po- cure poison? Uh, I don't 
think I have oh, that. I don't think so. Wait, okay. I think if I lay on hands, it cures disease or poison. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because Evrata did that when in your solo episode. Oh right. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, Anyways, what's, if what's your decision? Okay, if it's dark or getting dark and there's no civilization in sight, like and it's cold, I think a fire is the obvious choice here. Yeah. Okay. Want to stack up blankets and stuff inside the carriage as well. Do you have blankets? Probably not. Hmm. Soleil is unprepared, for sure. To be fair, Rotan did drag you out of bed in the middle of the night to start this adventure, yeah. so... I, <laughs> I, I, my character is willing to be responsible for all of this. <laughs> Alright, it, it's getting cold, and it's dark, and there's no civilization in sight. I, let's, let's make a fire. I am cold. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Who knows how to make a fire? I do! Oh, good. Oh, yes, yes. Just, uh, give me a moment. Right, I'm going to need a survival check from Rotom. So it's like smashing <laughs> dead branches and things. We have a cat that can magically light fires at will. <laughs> I will be disappointed if I fail this, because, like, all my wilderness experience. Uh, uh, three plus... Uh... I am very disappointed in this. Uh, three plus two, five. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> you managed to find wood. Most beast, of it is wet. Fire. <laughs> and you can't seem to get a spark going to actually ignite it. So, somebody else want to give it a shot? Okay, somebody pick a tree and light it on fire, quickly. I actually have pretty decent survival. So between that and Preston... The survival Magic. is mostly to find dry wood because the fire is going to be easy with Prestidigitation. Alright, fine. Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, nine? <laughs> Alright, you find a slightly drier wood, but it's still going to take a while to catch. What an epic way for this party to go out. Ooh, how are you... Sh can <laughs> I shape water, shape water to get the... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. To get the water out... To get the moisture out of the uh, wood... <laughs> Useful spell. Hmm. I'm gonna break this spell before the campaign is over if I haven't done so already. I think you already have. <laughs> Excellent. My work here is done. Hold on. Let me. Let me. I just let me look at this. I may have you make a spell check to see if you can do it. But, I am okay uh, with that. I do, just... do that to make me just break up a wheel of this carriage so we can light it on fire. Silway fails her strength check to do so. Ha! See, it's not so easy, is it? <laughs> Survival check four plus zero. See, it's not so easy, is it? <laughs> but I hear you, Adam. I was playing. I was playing a druid the other day, and we had a skill challenge in the wilderness, like survival. I failed every single one of them, and I'm like, I'm a goddamn druid. <laughs> yeah, Do you even so need kindling? Can you just cast prestidigitation and like summon flames every six seconds? This isn't my biome, <laughs> I guess. I say, as soon as we get a fire started, so we can thaumaturgy it into a bonfire without any effort. Uh, yeah, I don't think, I'm just reading this, and I don't, you have to be able to see the water, which you may, you can't really do, and you can't heat it. You can freeze it, but you can't actually heat it up using shape water. Yeah, so I can't, draw, I can't draw, this, I can't draw yeah, it Yeah, you can't draw the moisture out of it. That seems fair, because bloodbending would be, like, the next logical step, and I don't really want a cat <laughs> that can bloodbend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's 
scary. I mean, do any of you have anything that you could use as kindling to light on fire? I mean, yes. my spell. I mean, you do have a whole bunch of books that you have carried around with you. Mist, what's the hold up? Just, just make the fire. I see. Just with your magic, just do it. Gotta have fuel. Just so summon fuel. What's the big deal? Summit. Oh, duh. Ha 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 ha. Actually, um, I, I take out the uh, alchemist's jug. Okay. And hang on. Oh gosh, what are the things I can summon? There's, I know something I can summon from that is summon gasoline. I was gonna say, Boy Scout holy water. Uh, What all can I summon with the? Mayonnaise. Lamp lamp oil or something that I can. I think you could do oil. I think that is one of the things. Olive oil. (laughs) You know, it does not specify. It just says oil. Yeah, it does just say oil. Miscellaneous lipid. I would like peanut oil, please. Because it has a higher smoke point. Does it really? The amount of time we're spending on this, I need to light a fire in front of our adventure. <laughs> okay, just just so you guys know. Yeah, <laughs> oil. Just says oil. There's you could do you could do mayonnaise. <laughs> this mayonnaise burn? <laughs> can, can I mayonnaise? summon can I Let's aioli? Out. <laughs> Yeah, let's summon some kerosene to uh, start this sucker. Start smoking out all the... You get it? You dump it on the logs that you've assembled? And I assume you have a way to light it? Leans real close. Hang on. Hang on. (laughs) And... Well done. Foley work. (laughs) <laughs> and just kind of, he he mimes like he's got a zippo, and it just kind of makes that snapping sound. And uh, and then and then, and then there was fire. <laughs> All right, I'm two gallons Miss, of kerosene. This hold on, give me a dex. Whoa, 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 hold on, time out, time out. I don't have to pour all two gallons at once. <laughs> no, that's true, you don't. But give me a dexterity check because it's going to go up quick. Fair. And let's see if it burns your your uh, eyebrows off. Cat like reflexes. Do cats 19. have eyebrows? Yes. Yes, cats have eyebrows. Okay, so you are able to leap back out of the way as the flame roars to life. And all of you sigh and gather in front of it and just bask. Oh, oh so warm. So warm. Okay, so you have a fire lit. And let's make camp. Okay. And tell you... ghost stories. Actually, no, I'm going to. Uh attune myself to that staff. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 205 of Multiclass Theater. We're well into season two now and you're still sticking with us and we really appreciate that. Uh, If you're enjoying what you're hearing, we would even more appreciated if you would go and leave us a review and comments on uh, iTunes or wherever you happen to be getting your podcasts. Those reviews, especially those iTunes ones, uh, help more people find the show and help us boost our signal. We know things are really tough, and if you are also still contributing to our Patreon at this time, we want to thank you even more because 
well, like I said, we know how uh, tight things can be right now with all this uncertainty and, and chaos going on in the in the quarantines here. So I'm not sure I really have much else to say in this mid-rule. Uh, guys? Talk to us on Twitter and Facebook. We love interaction. Yes, definitely. And you're, I, obviously, please review, like, review us. Review any anything that you like or just thank us or rate us or... It's been a while since we've had a review, and I don't want to beg, but I'm not above it. It wasn't a review, but we got feedback on our last episode. Oh, yes. My brother asked if we were drunk while we recorded it, because <laughs> it was just that goofy of an episode. So I want to answer that question here. No, no, that's just us. We're high on life. No more so than usual. Hmm, what? No, what? Uh-huh. What? What? Uh, anyway, I wanted to uh, thank uh, Rachel Shannon and Matt Sergis for the voice work that they did back in episode one. I know I thanked them uh, once before, but uh, last night I actually had the uh, great pleasure of DMing them on an adventure. And it was Rachel's first time playing D&D, and it was a lot of fun. And we actually explored another small corner of this world. So we fleshed out a little bit, which, uh, you know, maybe you'll find your way there at one point. Maybe you'll have some giant crossover thing. I don't know. I want to explore the rest of this continent. We made this whole huge map, and we're just in this little teeny corner of it. Well, there's time. There's time. We're going to have eight seasons to explore this whole thing. Well, I was, I was thinking six. Six is a good number. Six, then. And a movie. And a movie. So seven. Adam, do you have anything to add? Nope, I'm good. Adam, a man of few words. Yep. Well, then on that note, we'll get back to the episode. And uh, thank you guys again for listening. And hope you're uh, enjoying the rest of episode 205. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. I would take first watch. You all get some sleep. Very good. Well, Miss will go attuned to his uh, new toy. Okay. Rotan goes and lays out. And, uh, Just on the ground. He's got a bedroll somewhere on this character sheet. Yeah, there. Bedroll. Okay, uh, Silway, give me a perception check. Fifteen. You hear before you see something loud that sounds like rocks grinding together, breaking through the forest. You hear it first. It is loud. It is getting closer. It's, so I'm assuming it's like an unnatural sound, like something is happening here that it, is worth... Yes. Yeah, okay. It sounds like it's something moving through. Silway shouts, wake up! But she does it with the thaumaturgy cantrip, so it's three times louder than normal. So you all hear a shout that is unnaturally loud, yelling, Wake up! Ah! Ah! <laughs> oh my god! What? Ah! And Trevor just dives in the carriage, like hiding. <laughs> Gruber does not wake up. He continues snoring softly. All of you wake up to hear what sounds like something at first breaking through the trees uh, maybe about 100 feet away and it starts getting louder 
and as it gets louder, the ground starts to rumble a bit. Even through the snow, it sounds as if something is rolling. Something very heavy is rolling on the ground towards you. Hmm. Giant boulder, huh? Roton yeah. readies his warhammers. To fight the boulder? Um, you still can't see anything, right? Uh, no, not yet. Well, listen, you have dark vision. Well, you don't, um, so I... I good don't. thing you are on watch. Out to yeah. 60 um, feet for me. Firelight okay. is my I vision have, range. In, I have my eyes of... Whatever. Where's <laughs> <laughs> my invocation? <laughs> Devil's Sight. Oh, Devil's Sight, right. Yeah. Um, okay, so, and that that's what, like 90 feet or something like that? Or is it 120? It's something ridiculous. Yeah, it, it really is. Two um, miles. <laughs> Mist, you see it first. What looks like a large boulder rolling down the hill directly at you. Huh. Mist, uh, what do your cat eyes see? They're taking the hobbits to... No, wait, hold on, wrong one. Um, is it rolling at us? Yes. Uh, there's like a boulder. We need to move, like now. Now. We need to move now. There's a boulder? Which right, way? Like rolling? Okay, you have maybe two rounds before it gets to you. We have 12 seconds to get Grouper away, get out of the path this boulder. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to get... You're not going to be able to move the carriage. You could all clear out of the way, but the boulder will hit the carriage. Have with her... I attuned to the staff? Yes. Rotan's going to make a beeline for Gruber. Trevor, run! Okay! And he goes sprinting down the hill, back the way you came. <laughs> down the Let hill. Me see, what is this? He, like, goes out the other side of the carriage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's running down the hill, and he, like, falls in the snow, and then gets up and keeps running. I pass. How big is this boulder? Well, using the USGS classification scheme for... Uh, Fair enough. Bird. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, once again, you uh, brought is, rocks into our campaign. Uh, I, I can't get away from them. Uh, it's about, it's about size. I mean, as boulders go, well, I don't know. It's all relative, I guess. It, it would be size medium, so let's say six feet high. Indiana Jones rather size? Large, yes, it would be a rather large boulder, but... Um, I cast... I'm going to use my staff... Okay. ...to throw down a wall of thorns in the okay. path of this boulder... And I'm going to shape the wall to be a 20-foot diameter circle that is 20 feet high and 5 feet thick. So basically this thing would have to go through, effectively go into the circle and then out of the circle. Um, before, oh, okay. I see what you're doing. Like, yeah. Try, basically I'm trying to make a double-wide wall of thorns here to try and stop this thing. So have we done the math on whether a boulder can crash through 10 feet of thorns? Um, <laughs> yeah. What is the momentum the of a boulder? What is the weight and the speed? Oh, and the and, and the incline as, as it approaches the... Yeah. Because we we're not on a hill, so that means it will start to lose momentum or start to slow down as it reaches uh, the surface again. Mm -hmm. Mike, I would like you to roll damage, please, for the wall. Sure. Ooh. Roll 78, please. <laughs> 78? Oh, my God. And I mean, technically, it's a six, that's a sixth-level spell. God damn. Thank you. I just, have one, I just have one question. Yeah. Since it's going through, it's going to hit the wall twice. Does that 
Just roll it okay. once. I'm taking that into consideration. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, so there's 3d8s. Um, that's 15 plus 10 is 25 plus 8 is 33. This boulder comes tearing down the mountainside. It hits the front of your wall of thorns and breaks through the wall. But it slows it slightly. And then it hits the back of your wall of thorns and breaks through that as well. But it slows it even more. As it breaks through the second wall of thorns, all of a sudden you see the boulder open up into a humanoid rock creature which lands on its feet, glares at you, and roars. Roll for initiative. Huh, so it was like rolling like a... Like a like a Goron, yes. Oh, cool. What is a Goron? I was... <laughs> I was gonna say a hedgehog. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like Legend of Zelda? Come on, Ames, you played Zelda, I, right? The last one I played was A Link to the Past. Rotom has a two for initiative. 16 for silver. Are you... I'm apparently shocked by this thing because I rolled a big ol' one. Really, you thought the thorns would stop it, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> and I definitely didn't think it was going to turn into a creature. Okay, so Silway is first. Ta-da! And, and, then, and then you rolled, Adam, you rolled a... Two. Two, wow. God, you guys were bad. Okay. Um. Uh, I should say it's one plus four is five, so that's my actual rule. But I rolled an actual okay. one, so I, do as, well, do as you will to me. I don't know why you're surprised that I rolled badly, Diane. <laughs> I did. I, I don't know because I rolled badly, but I'm still going second. So, um, okay, Silway, it is your attack. Okay, so it's a giant rock monster. Okay, so wait, how big is the giant rock monster? Like how tall? How mean looking? Uh, it's about. It's about seven feet tall, okay. but like very broad and stout. And it's clearly aggroing us right now. It is clearly angry now. Yes. Time for some defensive maneuvers here. I think she's gonna just back away and take the dodge action and, and see how this turns out. Let the guys with bludgeoning damage take care of this thing. Yeah, where are they? <laughs> you take a step back, uh, and. Do you go back behind the carriage, or... I think she goes just 30 feet backpedaling from where she's at, just sort of into the into the clearing or the opening, where she, wherever it is. Okay, but yeah, the only the opening will be the road, basically. Yeah, You okay. go back out onto the road, which is so, yeah, open. She, she wants open space around her to dodge and, and move. Yeah. You are in about a foot of snow, so it's going to impact your movement slightly, eh. should it come to that, but... She's used to wading um, through deep snow. This is true. And so you dodge out into the middle of the road, and you glance back over your shoulder, and you can just see Trevor still running down the hill, running down the road behind you. That's probably the safest thing for him to do. <laughs> Till he gets hypothermia and dies in the woods yeah. alone. <laughs> Till we forget he's back there and have to flee, and it's like, ah, uh, I guess Trevor's going to have to fight his own way. Come on. You can roll higher. See? That's a 13. That's a 16. Pep talks always work on dice. That's a 19. The rock creature... That's a 6. Just 
with a roar, glares at you, and then extends its arms to either side and raises them up into the air. And you see out of the snow, two boulders slowly rise and form similar but slightly smaller rock creatures. Oh, god damn it. Oh, Sylvie's useless to this fight. Uh, This this feels like a bad precedent to set in the first round. The two smaller rock creatures summon four smaller even rock creatures. (laughs) Oh no, we just have to go someplace where there aren't any rocks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Rotan, it is your... Maybe a city. Oh, wait. (laughs) Rotan is gonna charge on in. We were trying to sleep, you know. And then he's going to attack the the big central rock creature with his hammer. Uh, I'm going to use my Vow of Enmity on it um, as my bonus action. So that lets me get advantage against it. Okay. Uh, how hmm. <laughs> How's a 16 work for you? 16 hits. 16 hits. All right. Uh, uh, six damage. And I attack again. That's a one. Let's reroll. That's also a one. <laughs> oh, darn it. Uh, cool. <laughs> so, I rolled a natural one with advantage <laughs> on my second wow, attack. Wow, that is, that is such a Broton-esque move. It is. It is. It's the most Roton thing ever. Oh man, this is going to be a good session. I can just tell. <laughs> Roton hits it with one of his hammers, and he, as he's bringing the hammer back on the second attack, <laughs> it slips out. It's it, it slips out of his hand. <laughs> the, the handle of it catches behind the rock creature, and it forces you to drop the hammer. It falls into the snow with a poof, and you cannot see it from where you are. Oh no. It is going to attack you, Rotan. 22 would hit, right? It would hit. It raises both its fists and slams them down on you, doing 17 points of damage. Oh, that's going to hurt. Quick, quick, um, quick question. Am I at full yes. hit points now? Uh, yes, you're at, you're at full hit points e- even, after even the, the rest, Even the tongue yes. damage? The tongue damage is... Uh, We'll say yes, the one point of tongue okay. damage has I don't think it'll healed. be important, but just in case. <laughs> I just discovered there's literally a third level spell called Catnap, but it's not on my spell list, and I'm offended by this. But that's not what I'm going to cast anyway. What I'm going to cast on this thing... <laughs> so there's so there's three of them, right? And I'm a... Yep. Yeah. Uh, the biggest one, I am going to cast... Enemies abound. Okay. I reach into the mind of one creature I can see and force it to make an intelligent saving throw. The creature automatically succeeds if it is immune to being frightened. Does this thing know fear? Yeah, it's it can. It's not immune to fear. All right. It needs to make a uh, uh, a oh right because of the staff a uh, DC is seven a DC seventeen intelligence throw. <laughs> I just rolled a natural 20. God, fuck this spell. <laughs> we are so dead. Sorry. So you try to reach into its mind, and you discover uh, there's nothing but rocks in there. Uh, <laughs> it's twice this, fail- this spell has failed me. I was going to say, this spell has not worked for you yet. But when it works, 
Third time's the charm, right? Then I'm going yep. to give myself considerable distance between me and any of the other little boulders. Like, back away. <laughs> okay. Alright, so I rolled for the uh, Chaos Cleric spell of the day, and it came up as Ceremony. Oh. Yay! <laughs> so I can give this thing a funeral, and then maybe oh, later today, Trevor can have a coming-of-age ceremony, and... <laughs> we will give this thing a funeral. <laughs> uh, I, re I, I might regret going this Chaos route, because because of that I don't have Bless, which would be very useful in this fight. <laughs> um... So, I guess all that's left to do is sort of, like, hurl a dagger at a rock and see what happens. Okay. And 25 to hit. That will hit. And Rotan's within 5 feet, so... Uh, that's terrible. Uh, 6 plus for 10 damage. Did it clink harmlessly off the boulder? A little bit of stone chipped off the side, but... Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it did damage, but not a whole lot. Okay. It's going to swing at Rotan again. Oops. Very popular and it, choice. Yes, it misses. It swings and Rotan's able to duck out of the way. My AC is 19 now, just so you know. Tom. Okay. Um, I swap my hammer into my primary hand, and I want to give this thing as, as good as it hit me. So I'm going to hit it. And I'm gonna smite. Uh, how does a 15? A 15 will not hit. Okay, then miss. I do not smite. Oh well. Second attack. That's better. Uh, 18. That will hit. Okay. Uh, this thing is not undead. <laughs> not undead. Okay. Well, can't have everything. 23 points of damage. Wow. Ha! Mm -hmm. Try and beat that! He says to the rock monster. Oh, by the way, uh, this is important, Diana. Um, what kind of rock is this uh, this rock monster made of? <laughs> I should have asked this beforehand. That is an excellent question. Uh, I think granite. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. That's unfortunate. No, uh, no, no good uh, cleavage planes to exploit there. Uh, so I was thinking it's limestone. I should try and find a way to make an acid attack. Yeah, yeah, with your jug of alchemy. <laughs> HCL! Oh, <laughs> uh, well. I'd go full nitric. I shall reflect on this information. I am aware enough of geology to have not said limestone. <laughs> that actually warms my heart a little bit. Yeah, well, we're not going to waste a spell on this thing now, since I've only got the one left. Is this an S-type granite? <laughs> Never mind. Stop it, you. <laughs> um... See, now I'm thinking, well, what I should do <laughs> is use shape water to get some water into the cracks of this thing and then frost wedge it apart. <laughs> Sounds like two actions. I'll take pick off one of the smaller ones. Uh, what, are, what are the smaller ones doing? Are they just kind of standing there? They're moving towards you, but they move slowly. I'm just going to kite them then, and um, I'll pick one of them and give it the old double guns. Okay. Um Nothing fancy about this one, just a pair of Eldritch Blast rays right to the face. Oh, and I get plus one from the staff, so that's... Will 23 and 24 hit? Yes. Okay. Uh, fantastic. Then it's... Ooh! Uh, 25 force damage to, uh, I don't know, the one on the right. You hit it with both blasts, but it's still coming forward towards you. 
How's it looking, though? Like a rock. Oh, like a rock! Oh, wait, sorry. You hit it, but not nearly enough to kill it. Soei is feeling incredibly useless in this fight. Um, but she gets a crazy idea, which is she has a grappling hook in her in her bag. And so I think she's going to gra- take the grappling hook and tie the rope to it if it's not already tied to it. Let's say it is tied to it so I can save an action. And then she'll just hurl that thing at the arm of the big rock monster and try to hamper its movement and assist Rotom. Okay, give me a... Uh, we're gonna, we'll call it a grapple. A grapple? <laughs> well, next... that's what you're try- literally trying to do to it, is grapple it. Um, yeah, but grappling's a strength check, and this isn't a strength maneuver, it's a dexterity maneuver. Well, well maybe a dexterity movie maneuver to get it caught, but it's going to be a strength maneuver oh, once you get yeah, yeah, it yeah. caught. That's so. what I meant, like the, the, the catch-it dexterity, and then after that it's a strength check to, to have any effect whatsoever on it. All right, we can do it that way. Okay. Eventually, you will have to make a grapple check. Though. All right. Well, let's start with, does it even land? <laughs> one. It doesn't even hit. doesn't matter. You throw the grappling hook, and not only do you miss it, but you thought you had hold of the other end of the rope, but it just passes through your hand and sails off into the darkness. <laughs> She's even more useless than she thought she was. Then she will spend the rest of her turn groaning and rolling her eyes. Okay, now, you have one of the rock creatures moving towards you. She will avoid that one. And, and okay, so you want to move back out of yes. way? Okay. She'll kite that one, yeah. Okay, alright. So the uh, the big one is going to attack you, Rotan. Of course. Again. Ooh, it hits you. Oh, bet it can't do worse than 23 damage, though. No, it, not, not this time. Uh, it backhands you for 11 points of damage. Oh, that still hurts. Okay, I'm going to... I'm getting a little sick of this thing smacking me around. Uh, I'll just hit it. You've got the most appropriate weapons to fight a rock. And I have advantage. Oh, gosh. Uh, how's a 14? Nope. Okay. Sorry. Uh, he tries again. Uh, 17. That will hit. Okay. I am very annoyed at this thing, so I'm going to smite it again. Uh, 21. You smack it hard, and you manage to take off a good part of its head. Oh. So it's got a chunk of its head missing, and it's looking a little worse for wear. You know what? I'll rest for an hour in the carriage once we finish saving this thing. Um, (laughs) Now. Right now. (laughs) I will hex the one that I've already done beat up on a little bit. Okay. Um, And, I don't know, this thing... Let's give it disadvantage on decks, but okay. it's most, mostly mostly because that's just a perk of, of casting Hex on it. What I'm really interested in is, of course, uh, smacking it in the face for massive damage. So let's go with uh, another pair of Eldritch Blasts. 25 and 27 to hit. Both of those will hit. So that will be... Some... 27 force damage and 7 necrotic damage. So 34 points of damage? 34 points of damage. Okay. Jeez. You hit it hard. It does quite a bit of damage to it, but it's still up and still moving towards you. I'm going to keep moving away from it, keep my keep my distance. So what she wants to do is go get her grappling hook. And the, the idea I had was that she would rush towards the rock monster, slash at it, and then use the disengage action to keep going. 
but that's she only has thirty feet of movement to do that. So that's why I was like. It depends which direction you moved when you moved away from that creature. Did you move straight straight back down the road? She would have been circling. She just, she's not trying to get that much distance between, just stay out of its range. So kind of a along the perimeter. Okay, kind of so scared. to the left or to the right? Left. So then you're close enough to go. You could do the charge attack on the big one. Okay, so then we'll say she runs 15-ish feet towards it, does a slash with her dagger, and then whatever happens there disengages and tries to run towards where her grappling hook lands in the snow. Okay. So the attack fails miserably. Um, ten. Okay, so it, but it, you it are able off to the dance rock. away from it without yeah. uh, it getting an attack of opportunity. Yeah, so Rotan sees a flash of brown and silver arrive, make a tinking sound against the rock with a dagger, and then continue on past towards where her <laughs> grappling hook landed. Follows the grapple hook. <laughs> so, okay, so it is uh, the creature's attack, which is also going to swing at Rotan. Ooh, and it misses. It is hurt, and it staggers forward, and, and Rotan can easily sidestep out of the way. I want to roar back at it. How does a 23 hit? It hits very well. And we'll smite again. 14 damage. That is enough to kill it. So if you'd like to describe your killing blow. I kind of imagine like he smashes his hammer down into into the chest of this thing. And there's a flash of light where uh, it makes contact, and then uh, the creature just sort of crumbles like it was a like it was a yeah like it was a bunch of rocks that were all like loosely connected, and, and whatever was animating them has now disappeared, and so it just sort of tumbles into a pile on the ground. As the creature tumbles to the ground, the two other rock creatures on either side of it also crumbled to the ground. Okay. And you're standing there in the silence of the night, only to be broken by Gruber's snoring. (laughs) Silway reappears with a grappling hook hanging from a string. What happened? Are we done? Did I miss it? I had a really great line here, but I cannot (laughs) remember what it was. Well, anyway, what was that? Does anyone know? Uh, somebody want to make a nature check? I still have, eh, unless these things are native to her homeland, she would probably have no idea what the hell it is. Give I it got a, a nine minus two is seven. That's not going to do it. I have a natural nineteen. Okay, Mist, you know that it's, or as you kind of look at it, um, you believe it is something that you heard or read about somewhere called a Galeb Dur, which is a sort of sentient rock creature which usually guards something. Usually these things are like protective. That it attacked us means that we're probably encroaching on its territory or near something of significance. Uh, are they, are they, do they travel in packs or herds? Are they built there? Can we finish our, our nap or what happens? Hang on. Let me find out. Do they travel in Packs or herds? <laughs> no, you believe they are they are solitary creations, normally summoned by, let's say, a wizard or somebody else to often as guardians. But if you let them leave, they return in greater numbers. Only stormtroopers. <laughs> <so this precise. laughs> 
Yes, but uh, so, no, they do not travel in packs. Unless you go to the Goron City and then you do, encounter many of them. Should just be the one, but they're usually like conjured in. So it might be worth looking back the way it came. But it's dark. We can't really look when it's dark, can we? Maybe I you can. I can. Although I'm a little tapped out right now. If there's only ever one, then I think we, I think we should wait till till daylight, until we figure out what to do. Unless there's something that conjures it is around the corner waiting to ambush us. If it is, it's more than 120 feet away. I think perception check. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see anything. Uh, well, 12, but... I think Sylvia's going to look around, but as she's, she's doing it using the detect magic spell, kind of subconsciously. So if there's any magical auras nearby that that would pick up, that's she would see them. Otherwise, she's blind. It's 30 feet, I think. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, not, not within the immediate area. Everything just looks dark and empty and quiet, so unless the thing that summoned this is going to come kill us... Then I think we wait till daylight. I am tall. Following where this creature came from feels like an immediate and worthy adventure of our talents. But it also feels like a distraction from the God-given quest that I have. Maybe that's part of your God-given quest. That is true. Perhaps I should sleep off. Or they were all in agreement. We join Gruber in Slumberland. Yes, if if the goddess has any guidance for me, she she will... She will tell me. All right, you two get some sleep. I'll finish the watch. And then Silway grabs Trevor's leash and goes off. And, Trevor, your boy, come back home. <laughs> I was going to say, there, that was uh, two, two points of order. Uh, first, is somebody going to go find Trevor? Uh, and second, is Rotan going to search for his missing hammer? Oh, shoot. Uh, uh, yes, he is. But not for long. Uh, so I'll just do a quick perception, see if mm. I can find it in the dark. That's a natural one. <laughs> okay, you're feeling around in the snow, and you can't find it. Um, <laughs> the ultimate choice. Will Rotan choose to keep truth or justice? Well, he already made the choice. It's just... uh, did he? Well, yeah, one of them slipped out of his hand. Yeah, but which one? I think it was the main hand, right? I think it was Truth, right? That it was Truth. slipped out? Yeah, Truth oh. is, uh, is his primary. Suddenly, Roto becomes a liar. Well, I've still got justice. Mm, yeah, Silway's got justice, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, so. well, do you... <laughs> okay. Are they... Are your daggers named Justice? No. Okay. No. She's not that sentimental about her daggers. I've got 12 daggers, and I call them the court. <laughs> so way you go some distance down the hill and you find Trevor cowering behind a tree. He's very relieved to see you. Is it is it is it over? Did 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 we win? It's okay, Trevor, it's over. You we won, you can come back now. Oh, oh okay. Are you okay? So way you didn't you didn't get hurt, did you? No, it never touched me. They're very slow. I was I was able to avoid it. Okay. You would have been fine.
burns a carriage over a box of flowers? What was the rock monster guarding? Will they ever get to the fireworks factory? I mean Vankala? Find out next time. Maybe. On Multi-Class Theater. Think it's no trick. All you, the quickest is pick it apart with a stick. I missed. There's a reference. Go ahead. Is it into the woods? Yes, it's into the woods. <laughs> no sicker than your thing with dwarfs. Dwarfs. Dwarfs are dwarfs very, are very upsetting. upsetting. <laughs> Not forgetting the path on the cheap. Oh. Mountains unscalable. <laughs> oh, so good. All right. How I'm... do I watch this thing? I feel I need to understand these references. So you could just you can honestly listen to the soundtrack. But... Soundtrack's very good. Um, they made a movie recently, which is decent. But oh, that's true. If you I can get the movie. if you can get the um, if you can see the original like uh, Broadway version with Bernadette Peters, that is that is choice. That is that is the best version that I've seen. Okay, it's it's delightful. It's it's a lot of fun.